All right, we're back with another episode of the 132 Breeze Podcast. As always, this is Marlo, joined by Casey. Casey, how are we doing this fine summer day? Well, doing all right. Doing all right. Uh, little little sore. Did a kind of a community service uh, outreach thing uh, for our church today. Uh, ended up, I had a nice little inside gig. Doing some cleaning, doing some organizing. <laughs> in air conditioning and then uh we finished too quickly got reassigned to a new site and uh shoveled mulch for a couple hours uh so i am recovering uh from that uh but uh, here to uh relax have a nice podcast um and that's about that's about it how are you doing yeah let let that be a lesson to you and all if you get assigned a gig just take your time don't don't be an overachiever especially when it's inside in air conditioning on a relatively warm Yes. Uh, obviously could have been worse, but uh relatively warm summer day. But uh, yeah. Yeah. How, how are you doing, Marlo? Yeah, it makes you feel any better. I was just sitting at the pool. Nice. Uh, just, you know, hanging out there. So had a, it was a rough day, rough weekend. Uh just <laughs> rough weekend hanging at the pool all weekend. But the, the, uh yeah, that was good. The park that we were at uh was overlooking uh, it was kind of up on a hill, it was overlooking one of the one of the parks here in the city. Um so that was great. Just seeing kids having a blast, nice and cool on the water while I'm sweating and filling up another wheelbarrow mulch. Um, but I came home, Marlo was like, let me catch you up on some sports uh, today. Went on to Hulu. Uh, not a paid advertisement, although Hulu, if you are listening, uh, we are open. We are open to receive sponsors. Um, just, a, just a thought. Uh, yeah. They introduced a new grid system, Marlo. Did you see this? Ooh, no, I didn't. Uh, it, I, I say new with the air quotes. It's basically <laughs> like the TV guide listing. Like if you <laughs> if you uh, hit the guide button on uh, cable, it looks exactly like that. So yep. like, this is this is new. To be fair, it is much better <laughs> than what they had before. But it's <laughs> just taking something that's existed forever, and <laughs> saying it's new. It's fantastic. The new um, and improved. Yeah, it's well, good. Me. It did help me find sports easier than normal. But uh, well, sorry, I appreciate that. But there still, you go. New in parentheses. I thought that was hilarious. But right. That's uh, that's it. So I think I got all caught up, Marlon, what I what I missed and uh, obviously what I've seen. So uh, I guess let's start with the the big news. You know, the NBA just knows, Marlo, that that we're in mm-hmm. a little bit of a lull, and I think yep. you'll you might pick up on that by some of the things that we talk <laughs> about here today uh, from a normal podcast. Uh, but the NBA knows that we're in a lull, so they're trying to fill that lull, fill this vacuum with some content, and we thank them for it, Marlo. So yeah. Thank Last you, week. NBA. Thank you, Woj. Yeah. Keep it coming. Dropping them bombs. Um, yep. Last week, obviously, we had the big Kawhi uh, story. That was what we had like uh, last week with. And this week, we're going with the Westbrook CP3 trade, uh, which I it didn't come out. Uh, the trade of, trading of Westbrook didn't come out of nowhere, right? We had right, one situation Paul George. It. it was kind of out there that he was going to be traded. It sounded like Miami was in the lead. Uh, or that was his most likely destination. There were some other rumors. I heard Chicago's name out there, uh, but the pieces I don't think seem to fit uh, there. Um, and he, I heard him linked to Houston, where he obviously got traded, but it just seemed so far-fetched that that would happen. It, it, it seemed like they would have to trade Chris Paul, and that seemed unlikely, but that is, in fact, what happened. Uh, Westbrook heads to Houston, CP3, back to OKC, uh, along with some first-round picks. Uh, so I guess let's start first, Marlo, talking about it from Houston's side. Yeah. Uh, Houston and Westbrook's side. How do you how do you like this for Houston? Houston, see, well, we got uh, Westbrook and Harden. They're back. 
back on the same team. Yep. Uh, here we go. I'm going to put it out. You know, breaking news. Is the ball going to be big enough for the both of them? <laughs> I'm sure you're never going to hear that. Yeah. Uh, but for uh, from a perspective, I mean, I, I could say, like, I could look at it. I, you know, I've been saying that it's probably hard to play with Westbrook. It's hard to play with Harden, yep. um, you know, as a young player. But with the style that they they play down there, the ball might be big enough for both of them. There might be no, there are not opportunities to to get up shots. Um, yeah. It's you know who's going to be the alpha. That's the big mm. question. Who's going to be the alpha in this team? But as far it should be entertaining. I'll start with that. Yep. It should be entertaining. You know, it should be Westbrook. Can they get along? We'll see. I don't know. Um, but it's going to be. It just again has made the NBA a little more exciting. And these yeah. duels, they're it, no longer the no longer the big three. It's no right. longer big threes. It's nothing. It's all about the duos in the, in twenty nineteen, twenty twenty. Eric Gordon, Clint Capelli, throw up there, for big, <laughs> make a big three. Out See now, exactly. We're making stretches. <laughs> now we're making stretches for big threes. Yeah, well, here in Milwaukee, we get the whole like when they're comparing duos. It's like Giannis and Middleton, I guess. <laughs> Is he a duo? And then all the all other books fans get mad because they're like, of course, look at Giannis is just good enough himself. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, I, I think it's going to be uh, super entertaining. I, it's It'll be very interesting to see how they make this work because in a vacuum, right, you would yeah. rather, ha- rather have Westbrook than Chris Paul at this point in their career. Yes. Like in a vacuum, he is a better player uh, right now. And it's just will be weird to see how he fits onto this Houston team. I... <clears throat> I thought Chris Paul was going to be a better fit in this Houston team, uh, but due to injury, I think for the most part, but like he just never seemed to click the way that I kind of expected him to in Houston. Granted, they were very good and outside of, you know, coming up against a uh, Warriors historic run, could have won a championship in there. Uh, but I thought that, I think that this makes them better and more likely to win, um, win this year. Uh, I I like it for Westbrook. I think it. Everybody always kind of sits here and says like Westbrook is so good at X, Y, and Z, he can't do. I ran out of letters. A, B, and C. <laughs> <laughs> I went, uh, so I circled back around. Start, start the alphabet. Nice. He can't do A, B, and C. Um, and we've always kind of sat here and gone. Can he learn this? Can he change this part of his game? Can he not take so many terrible threes? Can he just shoot better? What have you? Um, and now I guess we're asking all those same questions again, but kind of looking at it from a standpoint of now that he's been traded from quote unquote air quotes again here for everybody who's listening, air quotes, his team to Harden's team, because I think it still has to be Harden's team. He's yeah. there. I think he's the more ascendant player. Um, is this an opportunity for Westbrook to kick some of those bad habits aside and learn some more of the good habits we've wanted him to do all these years? I think that's wishful thinking. I don't know that will happen, but this is yep. the kind of uh, situation in which he will be asked to do that. Because when he was on his team, running, going for triple doubles, winning the MVP, people were asking him to do that, but he didn't have to because he was kind of the man. Now, will he be able to not be the man and do those things? I think he'll still be very good and still be a, you know an all star. Yeah. That kind of thing. But it'll be yeah. interesting to see if he can kind of change his game a little bit. Uh, to fit in better with uh, Houston and kind of take that team to another level. Yeah, is this uh, when it comes down to the MVP voting? Are they going to they're going to take votes away from each other? 
Uh, so neither one of them are going to win another uh, league one MVP. Gonna win MVP. Yeah. Uh, I don't. It, it's hard to say. I think that <laughs> make. I think that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, the one thing I thought would be very interesting is, what if Westbrook just plays on the second team? Mm. <laughs> like, yeah, he starts. That will, that will float. He starts mm-hmm. right, but yep. like comes out early then. James kind of they do kind of like line changes <laughs> the right. Westbrook because if he's out there against the other team second team I mean he's going to destroy and that'd be amazing uh I, obviously I don't know how that will <laughs> work <laughs> ego wise and, and player management wise but that'd be something I can see there being you know uh this kind of taking away from Harden's numbers which is so important to uh kind of his MVP case last year and the year before when he won um but yeah combining what two of the last three MVPs now on the same team is pretty Pretty interesting, uh, and we'll see if the ball is big enough because these are two of the, I think, the two highest usage rate guys in the league. Um, yeah. And it's not that it's not that Chris Paul wasn't ball dominant either when he was in the game. So right. it's it's not that they're kind of giving up this true point guard to to get Westbrook. It's uh, you know they're kind of similar usage players. So it'll be interesting to see how that works. But I do like it for Houston. I think it's uh, makes them better if they can figure it out and. We'll see. It'll be, like you said, yeah. it'll be very entertaining. Uh, so let's, yeah. I guess, flip it and talk about from the OKC or Chris Paul perspective. What do you think about, I, I mean, now it's just total total rebuild for OKC, right? They got like a billion first-round picks. Yeah, total recall. Uh, and I I don't think they're going to be keeping Chris Paul or yeah. they're going to try to they're gonna try to offload him. I think they put it out there. So uh, what it means for kind of OKC, I feel like, Unless they nail this rebuild within in very short time, which is probably not going to happen, mm-hmm. I feel like Oklahoma City it could like it could just go into the ether. It could become like a Memphis, like you know, I we didn't even know they had a basketball team in a couple years. Um, so I feel bad for that city. Like it's they yeah. they've had superstars come through there. They've made one final, yeah. um, and now you know they're just kind of you know they just they're you know started from scratch. Yep. Um, and Chris Paul, like I said, he'll probably, most likely, he'll get traded. Probably with one of his banana boy friends. You could see him in L.A. Wouldn't yeah. be surprised <laughs> if if that was the case. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I uh, I haven't heard anything where he might go if they're able to offload him. But I wouldn't be surprised if it was, you know, teaming up with this boy in yeah. Los Angeles. Yeah, Houston had said that they were trying to working in a third team to uh to get this deal done so Chris Paul didn't have to go to Oklahoma City. Uh yeah. but I think in the end they just couldn't pull it off uh the way that they wanted to so they just did the trade with the two teams. Um and like you said they are shopping Chris Paul. Uh it does sound like he might go to LA, but that seems more like a buyout thing. I don't think LA has any real yeah pieces left to move. Um so maybe Miami can swing in. I don't know if that makes sense. Uh, yeah, Oklahoma City is going to be interesting to watch. I mean, this is like even more long term than the process, I think, because a lot of these picks aren't coming in until 2025, 26, something like that, or at least they're like lottery protected until then. And in the mean, in, in, the, sh- in the short term, like you have picks from Miami, the Clippers, and Houston. It's like at least those last two are going to be pretty good, yeah. we, we think, for a couple of years. Uh, and maybe you're just saying maybe it goes wrong for one of these teams and these end up turning into lottery picks. But like, those aren't gonna be great. Like we're getting the next Zion Williamson pick. Like these could be not great picks. Uh, so we'll see. It, it, it's a very tough situation for Oklahoma City. Um, 
I do feel bad for their fans. They've had what is it? Uh, they've had at least an eleven year run with Westbrook. Uh, yeah, on the eleven team, years. So yeah. Pretty much their entire existence in Oklahoma City, they've been at least competitive. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see what that city is like. Or what the atmosphere is like because it's had a great atmosphere, but they've been competitive the whole time. Uh, what that's like in this kind of ultra long rebuild process uh, for them and for Chris Paul, I don't. At times, I feel sorry for like if he like like this would be a really sad ending in Chris Paul's career if he just like misses the playoffs with OKC for a couple of years, right? Presumably, that won't happen. At least he'll get bought out. But like, if this is the way it all ends for Chris Paul, who I've liked as a player, but he always seems to clash heads with whatever teammate he has. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I go back, I occasionally feel sad for him, and then I see a State Farm commercial, and I'm like, never mind. <laughs> never mind. Uh, I'm over it. Uh, so it'll be interesting. And like you said, if he goes to LA, I'm just going to, that's going to, it's going to frustrate me so much if that happens. So hopefully he gets traded somewhere else and can finish his career in like South Beach or something. And then. I won't have to feel bad for Chris Ball and uh, yeah. Hopefully, will he still be in State Farm? He was originally the State yeah. Farm. He was in State Farm. And then Harden came on. And then Harden came. He was in State Farm before Houston, right? Yeah. And then Harden. Wasn't like Blake in his commercials before, and then I don't remember. Yeah, I just remember. Yeah, that Harden. Now Harden's in it. So we'll see who's who's the next star to be in, in the State Farm commercial. Um, Stephen Adams. <laughs> Stephen Adams from Monkey <laughs> will be the next. <laughs> The next one. Uh, we'll oh, all right. All right. Well, there is actual basketball. Marlo. Summer League is in the, I think the semifinals are done. Uh, the tournament Zion, times. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> getting getting the prime time here in Summer League, the real interesting part of it. Uh, didn't watch it. <laughs> didn't watch it. Uh, but I saw <laughs> the Grizzlies beat the Zionless um, Pelicans today. Yeah. So that's very exciting. I don't even think uh, anybody I knew was, or at least the top two picks were playing in that. Uh, summer league. I'm kind of. I was excited when it started, Marlo, and mm, not summer so, league uh, is much like preseason football, preseason NFL, right? Yeah, you get excited, it's like oh, it's something's gonna be back. It's the middle of summer, and then it starts, and you realize, oh, this is not what I was. This is not what I want to watch. Yeah. It's not was I expecting. So, um, I feel you on that. There was a little gym. Uh, I don't know if you saw, uh, but your boy Grayson Allen was back oh, yeah. at it. Getting uh, two flagrant fouls in a row and kicked out of a summer league game. Yeah, surprise, surprise. Classic, classic Grayson, right? There. Classic Grayson. Um, he's on the he's on the Grizzlies, right? He's not on Utah. Last I remember, he was on Utah. I think I traded in one of the trades. Yeah, I think he's on. Oh yeah, because he was trade. Yeah, because he was in the Con uh, Mike Conley trade. Yes. So yeah, yeah. big. He, you know, obviously the the key piece coming back to to Memphis. So uh, good job by him. Um, it wasn't for tripping anybody. Um, I assume I assume he tripped at least three people in the game. <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not the sure. first, uh, yeah, now the first one it wasn't. It was more of a not a trip, but like a kind of a back push. Uh, and oh. then the second one, he just tried to hit a guy upside the head as they went for a layup because he was mad. He got screened. As as Dockage mm-hmm. point out, uh, that's basketball, man. That's basketball. There's no that's need basketball. That's basketball. Sounds, oh, oh, it's, he's so oh, he's saying it's not basketball. Yeah. Very confusing. Dockage gets, kind of gets a little conf- like the way he says things kind of confuses me a little bit. Sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> and it's not basketball, <laughs> but he's that's basketball. All right, great. Um, yeah, but he also yeah he's had that he got kicked out of game. Had that dumbfounded look on it. Like why me? You know, yeah. you know, Grayson. It was Grayson being Grayson. Nice hasn't changed. 
Yeah. Um, God, I still one of the most fun guys to root against, <laughs> especially <laughs> when he does dumb stuff like that. It's just it's just great. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, on a, a local, uh, at least uh, for me, Marlo, the Milwaukee Bucks, uh, Giannis had a MVP celebration, and the headline was Giannis pledges to extend reign at Milwaukee fate. It's spelled F E T E, Marlo. This is apparently a word that fate. ESPN is pronounced they're, fate. They're pushing on. They're pushing on us, Marlo. I don't. I've never seen this before, and I swear this is like the third time in a week. Uh, I've seen it. They use it to describe uh, the U.S. Women's uh, World Cup What's... celebrations. Oh yeah. Um, I don't. I, apparently, it's a word, uh, and I have to get used to it because ESPN keeps using it. Um, but I literally had. <laughs> this is maybe this is just. Uh, I'm. Uh, I'm an idiot, and uh, <laughs> everyone will be laughing at this. But I had to look it up. How to? How? Yeah. I'm... I thought it was an abbreviation for something. Yeah. To be fair, it kind of looks like maybe an embrace festival or something, but I don't know. Anyway, um, Giannis pledges to extend rain in Milwaukee, so that was music to my ears. Uh, but of course, uh, you would say such a thing as people are at your MVP celebration. So, um, what does what does it be, mean? I had, to, be, I had to look. It's it up. a it's a celebration or a festival or a festival. Or something. Yeah. Yeah. The North American definition. There you go. There you go. Yep. Uh, North American, a celebration or a festival to. Honor or entertain someone lavishly, <laughs> All right. which I suppose that would accurately describe what uh, the Bucks in the Deer District, Marlo. If I, uh, that's what it's called. If we didn't cover that before, got it. Uh, in the Deer District, so uh, great job by Giannis winning the MVP. Great job by Milwaukee uh, showing our support for him. Uh, that's it for NBA. Think Marlo. Yeah, I, th- I think that's it. I mean, this is it's been a, it's been a while that after the free agency period kind of opened up, and they're still yeah. a little bit trickling. I, um, probably won't be much more, but right. it was a fun couple weeks. It was, yeah. it was. Uh, Woj bombs yeah. here and there. It's great. Woj so. bombs. Yeah. Now we <laughs> we'll get excited for the NBA season to start, <clears throat> and then be like, ooh. Regular season basketball. <laughs> <laughs> Not what I when thought is, it was. When does the playoffs start? Let's wait to the playoffs and. June or whenever the heck it is. Yeah. Uh, all right. Yeah. So this, there was there was a joke that the NBA is like a year round league now, <laughs> uh, because you know I, obviously all the off season I'm like I'm pretty sure it's just still a two month league. It's <laughs> playoffs. Which it's a case, three. Maybe yeah. Three it's a with, three month league. It's a three month league. Playoffs, playoffs and then the one month of of the draft and free agency yeah. and then the rest of it we kind of check back in. All right. Christmas uh, Day. Christmas Day. That's true. That's a good point. Yeah. Christmas Day. Uh. Yeah, and then I kind of forget about it. Martin Luther King Day—that's a good one because it's on during the. Oh yes, that's buzz on during the day. Yes, that's great. So, so all right, two months, and, two months and two days. There you go. Look forward to those dates in the NBA <laughs> calendar. <laughs> <laughs> all right, on to baseball, Marlo, and um, the home run derby is back. It is back, right? It's back. Oh, the derby, the derby is back. Uh, I know it seems a while ago, but it was fantastic. Uh, yeah. You know, I called it. Vlad Jr. Yeah. wins the home run derby. That was my guy. He won. It was awesome. Yeah. You call you call that. I don't. I don't even remember who I picked. <laughs> uh, he goes out in the first round. Um, <laughs> Vlad dropped. Uh, Vlad Jr. What he had twenty nine in the first round, the twenty nine in the second round. And Jock Peterson comes up in the second round, and he belts twenty nine, uh, and then they went what into two, so they then they each got a minute, yep. and then they had to do two three swing 
playoffs or whatever. Yeah. And it was it was just an amazing spe- spectacle. See those two guys go back and forth just like their arms were like jello up there and they're still jacking out home runs. It was amazing. Uh I from, from like steroid era like times like this was the most fun I've ever yes. had watching a home run derby. It was amazing. Yeah, it was fantastic. Vlad Vlad Jr.'s swing is just so violent and he's yeah. just out there just killing balls. Um I mean, even even other players like Acuna uh, earlier in, in yeah. it was going oppo field. The whole it was amazing. Yep. Uh, just, all these uh, all these players out there just yeah. spraying it. Um, so yeah, that, that was exciting. Realized it was back, uh, but then it came down to the final, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, you, you just thought Vlad was obviously going to win. And I think how yeah. many how many home runs did he have? Total? I think Vlad had something like ninety six home runs. No, yeah, I want to say ninety six total. Yeah. Ninety six total. Um, and then Alonso just comes up and ho hums his way, yeah, <laughs> in, the, in the final and quote unquote wins the home run derby. I still think yeah. Vlad won. I, I'm going to look yeah. back when it I look hurts. back in my history book. Vlad Jr. won the two, 2019 home run derby. There you go. Um, yeah, he definitely won uh, in in our hearts uh, and minds all around. Really, just won all around. Yeah. Uh, but Pete Alonso got the trophy and the bonus, um, which they were saying when they were competing, uh, Vlad and. Uh, Alonso, it was like twice their salary that they're making this year. Yeah, they're on their like whatever rookie salaries or whatever. Yeah. So it's a million uh, million dollars for winner, yeah. And they're on the rookie salaries of five five hundred thousand dollars. So yeah, uh, so it was really cool. Yeah, uh, it did seem like because Pete Alonso, he only had to hit, so he hit second in his first two rounds, um, and only had to hit enough to win. Right. So he didn't have to like swing the whole time, get all the way through. Uh, to advance to the yeah. advance, he to played the, the old man game. You know? Yeah, just gonna the tortoise, the tor- tortoise, not the hair. Yeah, yeah, just sure. enough. Um, great. Yeah, and it was big news. I don't know. It was you know Alonzo played for the Madison Mallards. Oh really? In 2014, he was the Madison Mallards. Uh, nice. It was kind of yeah, it was all over the place after after that happened. Um, so there's a lot of people copping that they knew they knew this was gonna happen they before because they were at the Duck Blind in 2014 and. Yeah. They obviously remember Alonzo being such Clearly. a great player. <laughs> when you're in the duck blind, you remember a lot. You watch and remember a lot of the game. That's yes. my experience. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so the home run derby was back, Marlo. The All-Star game is, is it not? Is it back? It's So, it, uh, so does, did the did the awesomeness of the home run derby, did it in your mind, like I felt like in my dumb brain, it was like, oh, the home run derby is awesome. So the All-Star game is definitely going to be yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah. And then it just was mm-hmm. Interesting. just the game. And I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if it made it like I don't know if the game was that bad because I built it up in my head or mm-hmm. if that's just the way the game is. But I definitely built the All-Star game up because the Home Run Derby was up. Interesting. Yeah, I had obviously I went in with expectations. Uh, and that's interesting. I didn't consider that the Home Run Derby had raised my expectations. I attribute it more to nostalgia mm-hmm. in that like, here we go all-star game i love this game this is gonna be great and then i was like in the third inning like okay what <laughs> let's go granted the brewers didn't do uh themselves any favors or the national league any favors in the game so that was kind of a, a stinker for me yelich was over two i think masakas was also over two yeah um woodruff gave up a run um even though he went in there he was firing at 99 miles an hour that was great um so that did that didn't really help al1 once again uh They've done one the seventh in a row, and then they are one 
14 of 17 since the tie, which really for any of us is when the All-Star game started, right? Right. Yeah. Um, that's so, Oh, that's when because after that, it mattered. It mattered. But now it doesn't. But now it doesn't. Yeah. Um, so and now people are like, it should matter again. No, <laughs> people, whoever that is, they're wrong because it's it's fine the way it is, um, and yeah, it was. I say it's fine the way it, that it mattered wouldn't have made it any more enjoyable or less enjoyable. Yeah, I or I would maybe it would make it less enjoyable. It wouldn't have made it any more enjoyable. It was still fun, but it's not what I wanted. Right, so it's like I wanted something something special. Uh, we didn't really get it, but it was a, a relatively entertaining baseball game. Um, do you do you think the fact that the game or the All Stars, they're all so young. There's not many. Like, there's a ton of first time All Stars, mm-hmm. and I feel uh, I think when we look back and we think of like nostalgia, there was a big chunk where we would see the same players. We'd see the Cal Ripkins. We'd see the King Griffey Juniors. Yeah. We would see, um, uh, I don't know, those kind of the ones that came yeah, that come right. to mind. But there's players that you're always in the All Star game where right. right now it just seems really young. There's a lot of first timers and second timers, and there's not. Y- y- you're not going to see the cons- like right now. You don't see the consistent player that's that's going to be a uh, perennial all star. Yeah, you're not seeing like you know Maddox versus Griffey Junior. Yeah. or something like it's yeah. it's you know whatever Scherzer versus who's who's on the whoever is on the AL right. Cabrera. Yeah, or something. Yeah, so maybe we're just in a little bit of a, a kind of turning of the leaf, which maybe should be exciting uh in, in that regard but you're right there did seem like a lot of a lot of first timers or second timers this year um but that said a lot of these players i think you know kind of like i'm thinking of like yelich and bellinger um uh, and and some of these players who it's not their first or but like yeah i'd expect them to continue to be here for a while so maybe we'll be sitting here in five years and Bellinger's, you know, on his seventh All Star game, and we're like, "Oh my god, this guy!" Again. <laughs> or maybe then we'll have that, we'll have that, uh, that feeling. But yeah. yeah, that's that's fair. I think that's an interesting point um, to make. Uh, but yeah, I'm trying to think who was even like, "Oh, this guy's been here sometime." And Scherzer was there. Kershaw's probably been in a million um, yeah. at this point. Yeah, but there were a lot of first or second players. Huh? How about that? How about that? Good job by you, Marlon. <laughs> Flushing that out. I try to bring something to this podcast. No, no yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring a lot. Bring a lot. All right. <laughs> All right. So second half has started, even though it's more than halfway, but whatever. Second half has started. Um, <laughs> Brewers off to a slow start, dropping two or three to the Giants. Uh, Giants just seem to have the Brewers number. Uh, just before the All-Star break, we had a series out in uh, San Francisco. Uh, I think we lost two or three there. Uh, the Giants have, they're one of the worst scoring teams in baseball, and they scored 10, 6, and 8 runs against 10, 6, 10, 5, whatever. Yeah, a lot of runs. A lot of runs. In, in the series against the Brewers. Um, so I'm just, I'm going to chalk it up to the Giants having their number, which is completely illogical. But that's <laughs> what I'm going with, Marlo. Uh, and the Brewers' bats just don't seem to be there. Um, hopefully, you just, I got to think it'll. It'll turn around. Uh, I mean, obviously, giving up that many runs to the Giants, there's some pitching woes there, too. But uh, not a great start coming out uh, for the Brewers. Hopefully, they can turn it around uh, this next week and in, into into the dog days. The dog days. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I can feel you. The White Sox came out and dropped their first three to the Oakland A's. Fantastic. Um, yeah. I was scored in that series 5-21. Uh, to 21. 
So mm. <laughs> talk about some slow bats. Yeah, Not that there. I'll blame it on jet lag. Uh, playing playing out west, that will you know, really it's do t- a number. Hey, it's tough playing out west. Yeah, it's really tough. It's really tough coming off the All Star break. But that's right. Um, yeah, hopefully they get bounced back. The next series is with the Kansas City Royals. So those should be three wins, obviously, because it's Kansas City. <laughs> um, and you know, get back. Hope start hovering right back around five hundred again because that's fun. There you go. Yeah, hovering around five hundred. Uh, that's the name to our MLB. <laughs> Segment as both Brewers and White Sox seems to be doing that each time. Bring around five hundred, love it. Five hundred. Um, to be fair, could be the name of our podcast. Bring <laughs> <laughs> around five hundred. Are we going to rebrand? Rebrand right now. Yeah, these guys. Bring around five hundred. I don't like it, that. Bring around five hundred. An okay podcast. <laughs> <laughs> don't anyone steal that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, in a, um, I guess a, a, one of those moments that uh, ascends beyond sports. There was a really, in, a really neat, uh, neat isn't the right word. It was sad, uh, but moving uh, night um, in Anaheim, Marlo. Um, the Angels honored uh, Tyler Skaggs, who's the uh, one of their pitcher who passed away uh, two weeks ago now, I believe, uh, July first. Uh, and they had uh, a game where they honored him. They all wore his number 45 uh, with uh, his name Skaggs on the back. And they had a collective no-hitter against the Mariners. Uh, and there's just a, a absolutely amazing a moving scene uh, after the game where uh, they celebrate the no-hitter and then lay their uh, Skaggs jerseys down around the mound. It was one of those things that like makes you obviously emotional, but like makes you feel sports is more than just a game that we watch and follow. So I just wanted to take a, uh, a moment to to highlight that. If you haven't seen uh, the clips, uh, maybe you're under a rock, I don't know, go out and find them. Uh, yeah. They were they were very, very great and very moving. Um, and uh, it was quite, just quite, quite a scene, quite a scene. So I wanted to mention that before we moved on uh, from baseball. Yeah, it was uh, a very, very well done, very... Um you know, like you said, it happened on the first, obviously, tragic loss, uh, man before his time. And uh, mm-hmm. just even even before the no-hitter uh, going into that tribute was done, it was, you know, it was done very well. And to have that type of moment has to be, it's just, you know, it's just one of those things where have that type of moment it just makes sports awesome in general. Yep. Yep. Um, all right. So as we can see, our roller coaster of emotions here yeah. as we were... Joking then down to that uh, said, no, uh, let's talk about some other sports finals model that did occur this weekend that we may or may not have watched some or all or none of. Um, that was all over the place. Uh, Wimbledon. Wimbledon. <laughs> Wimbledon happened. Uh, the, I don't know. I was going to try and explain. People know Wimbledon. And why do yeah, I explain it's, Wimbledon? It's tennis played on grass. It's tennis. It's played on grass. <laughs> it's in England over there. Uh, apparently big deal. Uh, and we had one of the most epic finals, Marlo. Uh, Federer, Jokovic, the Joker, uh, went down to a fifth set extra tiebreaker, something like that. I don't know the rules of tennis well enough to, to understand, but they got to uh, 12-12 in the fifth set and then just kind of said, enough of this. There's apparently uh, this tiebreaking rule, and uh, Jokovic won. Although it seemed like... Everybody in in the stands was rooting for Federer. That's the way I picked up at it at, in the end. 
uh, I did just tune in 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 that final set uh, as I was, you know, uh, as I mentioned, uh, shoveling mulch. Nice. So I missed I missed some of it, but it was like almost six hours. I think uh, that's a long that's time. That's a long time to, for tennis to watch tennis. Let alone play. Let alone play. That's a long yeah. time to watch tennis. Uh, but they uh, completed this epic match. Um, that's I I don't know. Uh, it was it was crazy, and I just kind of was like watching it and just thinking. Well, these guys should just win. Like, what do you win already? Like, I don't. Uh, as somebody who doesn't know tennis well enough to know and enjoy um, a lot of it, I think I think a lot of it I miss. Um, I was just kind of like, "Come on, stop hitting it into the net and making dumb errors." Uh, so that was that was me watching tennis. What did, did you did you watch this, Marlo? Did I did. You, I missed the final. I missed the final. I watched a little bit of uh, uh, Federal versus. The semifinal Federal and who do you play? Run, um, uh, Federer and Nadal. Nadal, thank you. Yeah, I watched. Yeah, part of that on Friday. Realize that tennis, was also a great match. Yeah, great match. Then realize like I don't understand really understand tennis as far as the scoring yeah. system and how things are done. <laughs> and I think I do that every year around Wimbledon time. Um, but it was it is it is it is fantastic to watch. Um, it was it was a pretty good match. Yeah. Uh, but that's yeah, I totally I was napping at the time of the nice. <laughs> final today because yeah. I'm an old man. Yeah, great. It was it was great drama. Um yeah. and I, I just I guess I just wish I could enjoy it more because I, 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 I could appreciate the stakes and I could appreciate um you know a Federer who's still hanging on there. He's thirty eight, still hanging on yeah. uh to his to his greatness. Um but I just there's something when I watch that I that that I miss it in tennis, but it was a, a great drama, great theater uh, there in Wimbledon, wherever that is in England, <laughs> somewhere in England. Uh, all right, and then elsewhere. Speaking of games, I don't understand, Marlo. There was the World Cup of Cricket. I know you were following closely, uh, as yes. all of our listeners were. <laughs> I mainly just included this to read this sentence. <laughs> England wins. In su- the super in super over super over <laughs> over New Zealand, New Zealand was twenty four. Uh, sorry, two hundred. Oh my god! Let me start over. England defeats New Zealand in uh, the World Cup final in the super over, which I think is like overtime. <laughs> New Zealand had two hundred forty one slash eight with fifty overs, while England had two forty one all out with fifty overs. No idea what that means. But apparently there was some drama in there. There was apparently some crazy um, clutch catch by an English player to kind of force it into this super over. It was the first uh, cricket World Cup final to go to the super over, and it was England's first World Cup victory. So a lot of firsts there. Again, lots of drama that um, even more so than the tennis kind of fell (laughs) fell on me. Um, But it's probably pretty cool. That's apparently pretty cool. So congratulations, England. Uh, it's coming home, uh, at least the the cricket one, which is a, a soccer joke because they always say it's coming home uh, for the World Cup, and then it never does in uh, in the soccer World Cup, that is. But the cricket one is nice. coming home. All right. Oh, the super over. Um, I wonder if you hit, if you hit the super over, is that you get paid out twice? Sure. Okay, cool. Um, I probably yeah. <laughs> I, I, I know a little bit more about gambling than cricket, but still not not too much, <laughs> not, too much. <laughs> not too much more. All right, uh, Casey, we yeah, 
Did you see the ESPYs? We missed the oh, ESPYs. The ESPYs happened. Yeah, the ESPYs happened. I saw uh, zero, zero of the ESPYs. Uh, I heard Terrell Owens was there. Yeah. Well, see, I, I missed it as well, but I did hear that too. And like, what is Terrell still coming to? Like, not only is he know. still getting invited, but he's like, he's obviously in the camera. Like, he's in like the camera view. Yeah. Like, not he's in the seats that they name, right? That they that they have for people. So I don't know. Man, I, I don't know if that, if, yeah, I miss the ESPYs, um, on purpose, on purpose, <laughs> didn't watch them. I saw, uh, the US Women's World Cup team won, uh, team of the year or whatever. Yes. Uh, which, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe a little recency bias there, but. Uh, oh, that's no, just ESPYs in general. Um, <laughs> recency uh, other, bias. Than, other than that, was there anything else that, that stuck out? I uh, well, well, but, uh, Giannis won best male athlete. Uh, and best NBA player. Surprise, the okay. MVP won best NBA yeah. player. Um, it could be like MVP best offensive player, though. True. Yelich won best Major League Baseball player. Surprise. Nice. Oh, man. I should have watched this. It was all Milwaukee <laughs> stuff. Oh, man. Um, yeah. And, uh, I'm sure Aaron Rodgers didn't win anything. I bet he was there, though. He probably was definitely there. Probably was there. Um, yeah, and of course, uh, I know that the nail biter, best bowler, Norm Duke, got uh, oh, best bowlers. An- another one. Spreaching, <laughs> I don't know, maybe all time status there. Yeah, all time. Uh, Is he there? Does he like give a speech? I don't know. I'd weird. watch it. <laughs> I'm literally just That would be weird. Like, <laughs> I mean, nothing against Norm Duke or professional bowlers, but like, you're not, you're, you're not. People aren't there to see you. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I, do you think like LeBron James isn't there? Who I assume was there. I don't know. I'm sure. It's like appreciative. I mean, I'm trying to think of like a comparison because even like if you're at like the Oscars and it's like best music or something that's not like as or or as kind of um, in the public eye. Yeah. Like I think actors still kind of appreciate like hey they help. You know, this music was great in this movie. You can appreciate that on an art, artistic level. Do you think the athletes are there, like, appreciating the bowlers? Norm, Norm Duke? Norm Duke. Norman Duke. What was his name? <laughs> what is his word? His the, no, yeah, Norm Duke. Bowl? Norm Duke. Norm Duke. Do you think that, like, Giannis is there? Like, I'm the best basketball player. I appreciate him being the best. The best bowler. I mean, Giannis might. He's a better human being than me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Chris Paul probably but, does. Chris, Paul's, Chris, Chris, Chris Paul does not. <laughs> But he's Chris Paul's like a big bowler. Chris, <laughs> so Chris Paul, uh, Chris Paul would see <laughs> Norman Duke bowling and critique him. Yeah, true, true, fair. He's seen the highlights, and in his mind, he's critiquing or thinking how he would yell at him if he was on his bowling team. <laughs> Is Chris Paul a big bowler? Yeah, he's like a he's like a really serious bowler. He puts um, guy puts on like a bowling. I think it's during the Super Bowl. Puts on like a bowling. He does a bowling charity charity event, excuse me. Oh, um, and then, but yeah, he's he's like he's a big in the bowling. Had a couple three hundreds, all that all that fun stuff. Um, I should get it. So when I go bowling, I I go up and I I put my hand over the little air thing. Yeah, make it make it seem like I know what I'm doing. <laughs> like I'm a big shot. Like yeah, like gotta yeah, gotta try the hand. Gotta, <laughs> don't want the ball to slip. Don't want the ball to slip. Uh. But I think the next level, the next level of of fake bowling seriousness is getting a bowling glove. Yeah, you had got to get the glove. That would be yeah, that would be the next thing. Maybe your own shoes and a glove, yeah. and then that people think you're serious. 
They're ready to go. Why don't you use like a garden glove? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but do you think people would tell the difference? Between Probably not. Just my, yeah. My general garden glove? Yeah, no. Um, and they, can't, they probably won't really see it. Right? Yeah, they just see you putting something on. They're like, ooh, yeah, he's prepared. Like, oh, man. He's prepared. Watch out for this guy. And then yeah. I get like two pins. <laughs> <laughs> and then I do the thing a lot where I like, look down at the ground. Like I slipped or something. Yeah. I do that a lot. That's, <laughs> look that's at the lane. Ask, it, ask like, when's the last time it's been waxed. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that's a good move. That's a good move. I think I slipped on something on my approach. I don't know. That was that was a weird one. Yeah. Um, uh, some other things. Your boy, best yeah. international men's soccer player, was Messi. Oh, <laughs> <Oof>. okay. <laughs> Holding your breath on that one. And and Zoltan well, got best MLS player. Our boy Zlatan. Zoltan. <laughs> Zoltan. 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 Zoltan from like Zoolander. Zoltan. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Zlatan. Zlatan. Uh, Fine. I mean, he's a biggest star. Uh, a little surprised Messi won. Uh, I should be surprised, I guess. It's the SB, so it's like basically fan vote, right? More or less. I, I have uh, no idea. They, yeah. No idea. <laughs> Who cares? There's it's like it's Chris, not a bracket. Chris it's... Berman. They just have Chris Berman in a room, and he just picks it go. out. Yeah. Uh, and international star, not from uh, not from his performance on an international stage, I can tell you that, because once again, the Argentina team uh, disappointed in Copa America. Uh, that's good. Good for Messi. He, I'm sure this will go pretty high on his trophy case, <laughs> <laughs> which he's, he's probably won this won this lot. Um, I guess I don't know who else who else it would be. Um, it's for twenty. What is it for? Is it like for 2018 or it's like for like? Uh, yeah, it's for the we, year. We, we it's don't a know. Yearly, yeah, I don't. You know, it's just who knows? Best. Who knows? Who knows? It doesn't matter. It's, it's cool. from like summer to summer. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Yeah. Essentially. Right. That's All yeah. Right. I, w- I have no idea. Maybe next year we'll go and we'll uh, we can figure all that out. I would have given it to Mohamed Salah. That's what I would have given it to. <laughs> That's good because he plays. Was for, he, uh, not even nominated. And uh, was he even nominated. Not even nominated. That's messed up. Who was nominated? <laughs> you got Ronaldo. Ronaldo. Yeah. Messi. Ronaldo, Messi, Mbappe, and okay, uh, Van Dijk. Van Dijk. Van Dijk. Okay. He. Yeah, he's uh he's for Liverpool too. He's the he's their captain and a great, amazing defender. Yeah. He makes uh, defending fun to watch. Uh, so I would vote for him out of those then because <laughs> <laughs> he plays for Liverpool. <laughs> I guess because Mbappe, Mbappe, you go back and have like he's included in the like the French uh, winning the World Cup last year. So fine, go. Ronaldo shouldn't be up there, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> the name recognition. All right, that's really the highlights. From what I can read, that were for the SBs. Um, yeah. Until next year, great SBs. Um, until next year, going into the present, yeah. we have America's favorite segment. Come yeah. in with that hot fire, Casey's corner kick. Yeah, a little bit about uh, World Cup hangover here. Obviously, last week we were celebrating. It was last week, right? Yeah. The Women's World Cup. Yeah, we did it. Uh, victory. Uh, the men, of course, went on to disappoint, as I had predicted. <laughs> That's so right. I forgot that, we were recording. Today. Nailed that. Lost the final to uh, Mexico in the uh, Gold Cup. Um, had some chances early uh, and squandered them, and then Mexico dominated the second half and scored in the 73rd minute, something like that, and then held on to win. They just looked like the superior team in the second half, which was 
kind of frustrating outside of flashes of uh, Pulisic running at, at the defense. There wasn't really anything there for uh, the U.S. men's national team. Uh, but the story of the week and and I guess the summer in general was uh, the Women's World Cup. And uh, as we kind of come down from that, Marla, I just wanted to uh, attempt at least or uh, talk through following the NWSL. That's the Women's League here in the United States. And if you really enjoyed watching uh, the Women's World Cup, you can follow uh, at least some of the stars back and find a team within the NWSL. Uh, ESPN announced that they'll be picking up uh, some games uh, through the end of the season, so that's really exciting. Uh, a little bit more access and eyeballs uh, onto the game, uh, as well as it streams on uh, Yahoo or something like that. Um, so there are ways to watch these, and uh, I guess the first step, Marlo, is finding a team. Yes. And if I think the easiest way, uh, obviously there's there's location reasons, so let's start there. Uh, the closest one for us, Marlo, Chicago Red Stars. Uh, they got a couple World Cup players, uh, Julie Ertz, Alisonair and uh, from the U.S. team and Samantha Kerr, who is the best player uh, on Australia. Uh, they all play for the Chicago Red Stars, and Stat. they have some some sweet jerseys. Um, they do have sweet jerseys, I'm, which incorporate called, what? They're called what? No, I was gonna say, I don't know what they're called. Oh, what are they called? Are they called kits? Kits. Yes, kits. Sure, they got some great kits. Marlo, uh, they incorporate what the flag, like the city, yeah, the map the, of the, the grid of the city, and the shoreline, city. and the, the the Chicago flag. They're pretty fire. Yep. They're pretty fire jerseys. Pretty I might, yeah, I might just sweet. cop one. There you go, uh, Marlo walking around there in a Julie Ertz Chicago Stars <laughs> jersey. Zach Ertz white. Like I guess Zach Ertz white jersey. <laughs> awesome. There you go. Yeah. Uh, just a lot of, I mean, it might be an issue if you run into him, but I think you'll be all right. Yeah, we're good. Um, I think where I'm going to start, Marlo, is uh, in Washington. Uh, my girl, our girl, Wisconsin's girl, Rose Lavelle, yeah. uh, is is uh, on that team along with Mallory Pugh, who had a couple sub appearances during the World Cup. I thought maybe could have played more, but uh, whatever. Uh, so uh, I think it's the Washington Spirit. I'm going to be at least attempting to follow them first. Uh, and then if you're a fan of Alex Morgan, uh, she is on the Orlando Pride, and Megan Rapino is on Rain FC. Uh, that's in Seattle, which so Rain it's spelled R E I G N, uh, but obviously a play on with the Seattle Rain R A I N mm. uh, that they get a lot of up there. So that's pretty clever. Uh, so, I see what they did. Uh, if you in, if you enjoyed watching uh, any of those individual players, follow them back to their club teams. Check it out. Uh, I will be trying at least uh, first to watch. I think I'm going to start follow uh, Washington and Chicago. And and see where see where I go from there. And if Julie Ertz is playing uh, <laughs> the third center back in, for Chicago Red Stars, I'm immediately turning off the TV because that was the most frustrating part <laughs> of the World Cup for me is when they would drop Julie Ertz to center back and just invite pressure on. Uh, that drove me nuts um, and made the games closer than I thought they had it to be. Uh, so Chicago Red Stars, do not deploy that tactic. I will be upset and not watch your games. So thank you for listening, Chicago Red Stars coach and staff. Um, <laughs> other than other than that, Marlo, um, there is uh, some transfer news. Uh, Antoine Griezmann finally completes his move from Atletico Madrid to Barcelona. Uh, that was long rumored, and he was more or less holding out uh, to get that to that get that accomplished. So uh, Barcelona beats up its attacking. I'm I mean Suarez, Griezmann, and Messi. Holy cow! What an uh, attacking threesome. 
Um, it'll be interesting to see how they, they deploy and, and fit into that. Um, but kind of similar to Houston, just get the talent and figure it out when it's there. And there's even talk of Neymar making a return to, the, to Barcelona, which just doesn't seem fair. But uh, he's hurt all the time anyway, so whatever. Um, yeah, that's transfer news. Um, Liverpool doesn't sound like they're going to make any any big signings. I mean, off of a team that won uh, a, a team that won uh, the Champions League uh, with a pretty young core. Uh, obviously, I think that there are places to improve, some depth to improve. Uh, but as far as kind of top level talent, I think they're comfortable, and I'm more or less fine with them just just running it back. Uh, so we have a couple more weeks until the Premier League season starts. I think it's uh, early uh, early to mid-August. Uh, now I can't remember. Shoot, a couple weeks still, a couple weeks until that starts. Uh, so until then, we have some NWSL, some MLS to keep us keep us busy here in the corner kick. But uh, I think that's that's it. That's it for for me in the corner kick model. All right, fantastic. Um. I ain't, I don't I don't got anything else, Casey. I think that's no. it for this this midsummer midsummer classic edition of One Thirty Two Blues <laughs> podcast. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, that's all I got for me. As always, you guys, you can find us on Twitter at One Thirty Two Breeze. Myself at Marlo Jr. Casey's at Prof Badger Fan. Uh, Casey, that's it for me. Any last words? Um, I think it was an okay podcast today. Just. Critiquing. Not great. Not terrible. Just okay. okay. All right. Yeah, just an okay podcast. Uh, <laughs> until next time, our fellow fans, I hope that all your favorite teams win all the sports.